Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode contains conversation about miscarriage, which may be sensitive for some of our listeners. If this episode is triggering for you, we think it's best you skip this week's episode. I honestly never thought I would have one because I was just like, why would I? If that happened to me, I'd be quite, I think, traumatised by that. There's nothing you've done that's made this happen. I just feel like you only find out these things if you become pregnant. Hey guys, hope you're all well. Nicola, how was your birthday? Did you have a lovely weekend? I did. It was nice. It was very, very chilled. We went out for dinner on the Friday to the Corinthia. We went to Courage's Bar and Grill, I think it was called. I actually did all the veggie menu for that night and it was really nice. Well, uh, to be honest, actually, I I didn't love the main course, but the starter was like a mushroom soup, which is really, really good. What was the main? The main was like the most expensive mushrooms I've ever like received in my life. It was so funny. They were like shaped in like little fishes, but they just, it, they weren't great now. I have to be honest. They weren't great. Like, yeah, Charlie loved it. Was it a mushroom soup for starter and then mushrooms as a main? Yeah, I don't know why I did that. I just decided to do two mushroom dishes. I don't know why, because I just, all they're like, so obviously I do eat meat and stuff, but it was like all the sort of meat that I wouldn't eat, like, you know, like lamb and like caviar and like pig's cheek, like pie and like, just like really intense. Like, yeah, very like posh. Yeah, just, and it all just freaked me out. It's like, I don't want to eat a pig's cheek. I mean, I guess I no. eat chicken breast, so I don't know what obviously people would think, what's the difference? But you know, it was just, yeah. But no, it was a really nice weekend, really, really chilled. Um, had a lovely time, yeah. Just chilled, That's ate lots good. of food. Felt- I actually went, wait, was that in the Corinthia or Claridge's? Which one did you say it was? Corinthia, but you went to spa there. Yeah. Week, or was I that went, on Monday? Yeah, or I was Tuesday? there, no, on Sunday. I was there two days later, so my bridesmaids booked me a spa day well some of the bridesmaids booked me a spa day at the corinthian it was it was really nice the spa was lovely highly recommend i've seen pictures because i wanted to stay the night but it was like over a thousand pound a night and we were just like oh my god i mean we've just been robbed so (laughs) not happening (laughs) honestly yeah no this i think the spa day was pretty expensive um and it was like not definitely not like the best massage i've ever had like you know Really? I don't know. I honestly feel like some of the, sometimes the like the cheaper massages are almost better, but this, but it was like the whole like setting was really pretty, like the actual spa itself. Yeah, it, it, I mean the Corinthia is stunning. Like it really, really yeah. is stunning. It's such a nice treat for them to do for you. Like that is such. I, a, I, mean, I wish I thought of that idea. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I was like, Christ, you know, when someone's so like, it was so sweet. Like they put this whole spa day, then we had lunch, and they put all these decorations out. And I was like, this is such a nice treat. I was like, like God, I'm so like lucky because I and it's so thoughtful you know when people are really thoughtful and you're like I wouldn't have done this 
for someone else. Like I wouldn't have even thought to. And it's like, yeah. God, it's so sweet. So nice. It's so true. Yeah. I literally, I wish I thought of it. I was like, oh my God, is that like a, cause like also with like, <laughs> I guess bridesmaids and stuff, obviously it's my first time. So I don't really know the rules and stuff, but still like, I've just never known of like the bridesmaids doing like separate things to like the hen and like, you know, all those kind of things. You just don't think that, but yeah, it's made us all look really bad. <laughs> yeah. I know Cameron's sister, who's also a bridesmaid. She was like, oh God, like, what do I need to get you? And I was like, no, nothing at all. <laughs> To be honest, it was such a chill birthday. It was so lovely. Like, some people sent flowers. You sent flowers, which is so nice. You know, that was, like, the cutest little flower delivery. Like, with the little... Was it a pot or whatever you'd call it? You know, the thing that yeah. it came in. It is a pot. It's a flower pot. Yeah. And it was yeah. so cute. Like, so, so nice. Charlie was like, that's such a lovely, like, flower presentation. I was like, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad. No. Well, I'm going to, I want to take you out as well. And we'll do something nice. But I know you wanted to have the weekend to, like, to yourself with you and Charlie. So that's nice. I think I'm going to be in London a lot more now. So. Yeah. I'm so happy you are. Because now you have a yeah. base, don't you? Yeah. I know. Thank God. I know. Yeah. So it's great that you're going to be there more. And I guess I'm not moving out anytime soon. So we can definitely hang out more. So anyway, how are you feeling about the episode coming out tonight? It's tonight. Yeah, it's tonight. Yeah, it is tonight. But it's weird because Made and Chelsea do this weird thing now where they show the following episode on all four. I saw this because my actual, my brother's girlfriend messaged me. Uh, I'm sorry, my brother messaged me saying um, he basically heard the news. And I was, I, and then it rem- I remembered in my head that last week I could see two episodes at once. I think I could see episode yeah. one, episode two. So obviously people have seen it. So, so, so lo- a lot of people, but Maiden and Chelsea told me that the majority of people would see it tonight. So I was like, right, okay. Yeah. But I've already had honestly like 400 messages from girls saying they're going through going through the exact same thing or have gone through the exact same thing so I'm like whoa this is like I know and I'm just and it's just crazy because it's also come out in the Daily Mail and I'm absolutely fuming because I got papped yesterday did you see the Daily Mail article? Oh, did they my use those photos? Shots? No, I, ne- I never look. I never look. I'm oh my god, look. I don't look either. My mum messaged me and was like, yeah. "Loads of photos of you in the Daily Mail," and I was like, "Mum, don't tell me," because I was like, "I look awful. I had no makeup on. I just had a facial walking Aww. down the King's Road and see a bloody pap. I think I was voice noting you at the time, and I was like, "Oh my god, no!" Yeah. And I, I straight away knew. I was like, "They're going to use those images and they're going to do a whole thing saying Tiffany looks really sad, like really upset." <gasps> and of course they did. And I was like, "Oh, for God's so sake!" So typical. I know. Oh, that's so typical. So, sorry to give everyone basically to give everyone a what's the word idea of what we're talking about. Do you want to explain? Yeah, sorry. What we're yeah, talking about? for people that yeah, for people that don't watch me. Chelsea and don't read the Daily Mail um we are basically speaking about basically on tonight's episode of Main Chelsea I speak about how at the end of last year I sadly had a miscarriage um which me and Nicola are going to talk about a bit on this podcast today um but yeah, yeah. I so it did happen you know a couple or six months or so ago now but um kind of everyone is finding out now which it's obviously fine because I, I, you know, I've spoken about it on the show and everything. But yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't happy about the Daily Mail pictures yesterday. That really annoyed me because I was like, I just feel like, <sighs> what kind of person like takes photos of someone trying to tries to make them look shit and then sells them? It just annoys me. 
it's awful it's also kind of like they're violating you like it's really yeah. messed up the way the pub it's po- really like the tabloids is. can do that I just don't I don't get it like it's horrible like that they, they really do those is. things I kind of thought those those days were almost not fully gone but like you know they used to be like that really savage in like the 90s and stuff but like I swear yeah. it's I don't know it's not as common. I know I don't know no I was just like you know what even if I'd looked amazing had you know full face of makeup blow dry really nice outfit they would have made me look shit so regardless like either way they would have made me look sad and you know got the bad angles I was just like whatever it's fine Oh, they're so mean. I couldn't even find it there. I looked at it first. So obviously, oh, good, maybe it's good. Like, it's disappeared yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll, I'll have a little look afterwards. But they're so mean. Oh, like, it's such they a terrible. So like, it really is. So the responses have been good, have they? Yeah. Aside from that, the responses have been, honestly, I'm, I'm in shock at how many women have reached out to me on uh, Instagram and just said, like, thank you so much for speaking about it. You're so, like, just such lovely things, like saying, how, you know, I've gone through the same and this has been really comforting for me me and I'm just I can't believe how many I can't believe how common it is I really can't yeah that's the thing because I didn't realize I think until I think I was out with Lucy a few weeks ago I'm not sure when it was I think one of her friends said it was is it one in three or one in four or maybe you said it to me I think as well yeah I think it I can't remember it's one in three or one in four I can't remember I think it's one in four but it's just yeah and I've had you know people that I know reaching out to me saying they've been through the same thing even my mum has said a few of her friends have told her that they went through the same thing but never spoke about it so it is really um, yeah it's crazy and it's just I guess the reason I wanted to speak about it on the podcast is for anyone that is going through it and also for anyone that doesn't really know about it I feel like it is something that's worth knowing about because me personally I had no idea about it maybe I was quite naive to the fact that I honestly never thought I would have one because I was just like why would I kind of thing I don't know if that's naive but I was just like you know my mum never had one so I was like there's you know I would never have one and obviously when I did fall pregnant last year I wasn't trying to fall pregnant um and it came as a massive shock so I was (laughs) I I need to ask you about this (laughs) (laughs) yeah ask me ask away I was going to say, it's really, it's really important though that you have like brought light to it. And it's really important that, for example, even like your mum's friends who've never discussed it before are now discussing these things with each other. I think it's just so important that, that you're able to discuss these things. Cause I feel like there's like almost a little bit of shame sometimes in like 100%. this subject. And there really shouldn't be because like it is such a common thing. And as you, as you said, like I, I personally as well, like I'm like, Oh, like in my head, I'm like, I mean, I hope it doesn't happen to me, but it, like obviously it's a slight worry, but like I'm like my mum didn't have them like fingers crossed I don't have them but like as we know they are really common but exactly. I think it's a really important thing that you've done like I think it's it's so so important and it is it is and it might maybe it's a bit of a relief for yourself yeah like I don't the thing is with me is I I am quite a private person it, it, even though my whole life's on Instagram and you know all of this sharing, sharing, sharing <laughs> but you know what I'm like I I, I don't like to make yeah. a fuss about myself I don't like to sort of make it I'm not dramatic I, I, and I do move on from things quite quickly so I, part of me was like I don't really want to talk about it I'll, I'll just pretend you know it kind of never happened and move on but at the same time I was like I hate the way, and we've spoken about this before on Instagram, how everything looks amazing and how like your life looks so perfect and you've got, you know, perfect life and everything's going right. And actually I wanted to show that shit things do happen as well. And like, we do have bad things happen and that is life. There's highs and lows. So yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I have said it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you from the beginning, cause I've never really told you in depth, have I? No, not like, not in detail. So uh, will I, will I ask you all the questions or do you just want to go yeah. for it? No, you ask, ask me. Okay. 
I, I have loads of questions for you. I know, obviously we've discussed this, but like I was just thinking as well from like also a listener's perspective, like maybe what yeah. they'd want to know and like just how yeah. the process went from start to, to finish. So, okay. So when did you find out? So I found out literally... That you're pregnant, sorry. Yeah, two, about couple, two to three weeks after I got engaged, I found out because my period was late and it was late by a week. And I'm never late on my period. I always get it at the exact same time. What so timing? I, was like, I know, I know, honestly. And I was like, right. Um, so yeah, my boobs started really hurting. And then I was like, right, I'm going to take a test. And it was... Yeah, I only took one actually. I took it and it came up straight away with a with the double line, and I was like, "Oh God!" God. So, <laughs> oh, so you were such that a weird feeling. No, I was a week late, but it's all. I, to be honest, I still don't really understand it. But I think you basically base how far along you are off your last period. Yeah, I never get that either. But then I think I read up with this and basically I think that so I mean, I don't know. I've probably explained this very badly. But isn't that when the egg just like starts to like travel through whatever the hell it needs to do yeah. inside of you? And that's why they say that's the the problem. Yeah, the, the so baby, I was essentially. So I was a week late on my period. But it didn't mean I was a week pregnant, if that makes sense. It meant I was like five weeks, no, four weeks, four or five, I think. And um, so obviously, I know. So it was a massive shock. But obviously, I was like, you know, there's there's not one part of me that was like, oh, I'm not going to keep it because, you know, yeah, I mean, I you know, ask I'm, you that. yeah, no, I, I never, it never crossed my mind to get rid of it because I just, I just never would. To be honest, I don't actually think I would, even if I wasn't in a relationship. I'm just really don't think I ever would. Um, so yeah, really? so I was just like, yeah, I, I honestly never think I would do that. My mum would kill me if I did that. Um, but <laughs> I, yeah, so I just, just, you know, it's different for everyone, but obviously I was with Cameron and it was a shock, but we were both happy, shocked, but happy, I guess is kind of how you describe it. And yeah. it's a really weird situation. Cause you're like, do I tell people? Do I not? Uh, how far along am I? I didn't really know. Um, so what did I do next? Did you, did you have the- like a scan and stuff? Well, I called, so basically I called the NHS, I uh, called my doctors, which is on the NHS and they were like, okay, you need, you'll come in for a scan in like three weeks or something. So I was like, right. Okay. So I've got three weeks of just like kind of waiting for it, waiting for that scan. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly got hit with the worst morning sickness ever, like felt horrendous. What was the feeling like? Like what, yeah, like what was, like, what was that feeling? Like, what were your symptoms? Like, how was the morning sixes? Were you throwing up? Like, yeah, throwing up. um, Suddenly, suddenly was totally put off any sort of vegetable, any sort of fruit. The thought of it, I was like gagging. Honestly, Cameron was like (laughs) cooking some broccoli and I was like gagging in the corner. I was like, no, all I could eat was like crackers, toast. I think I ate honestly like loaves of bread every day. It was... It's such a weird feeling, Nicola. Honestly, I can't explain it. I was like, what is going on? Because I don't, I don't, you know, I, I love vegetables. I love fruit. I, that's what I live <laughs> off of. So I was suddenly like to suddenly find myself hating that. It was really strange and just feeling so sick. And so I'd wake up in the middle of the night starving, have to, if you did, basically I would eat little bits and then I feel less sick. So it's like you're constantly having yeah. to eat like little things to stop yourself feeling sick. So I'd be waking up in the night having to eat something, wake, wake up first thing, have to eat. And it was just, and I felt so tired, so emotional, was crying all the time. 
exhausted like sleeping yeah how did you keep that as a seat like I said did you not really struggle to keep that from people or was it just like such a short period essentially yeah and I was in Belgium so I was kind of like it was fine because I wasn't really around anyone so yeah it was very much I was on my own which I was glad about because I was like I I can't like (laughs) could not would not be up to like seeing people and stuff um and that was really yeah, it was really tough. I didn't re- I honestly never knew you could feel that bad during pregnancy, but now I know. Now I, I mean, know that's how that's it feels. That's the thing though. Yeah, and that's the thing because I think every pregnancy is different, but I follow this girl on Instagram and she, she suffered with something like it's like a, some form of like where you throw up like just constantly. Do you know that girl, Amy? Amy, Neves? yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it's called, but like her pregnancy sounded absolutely horrendous. Yeah, like, she had H. And is it, yeah, H something or H? Yeah, I, I remember. Don't know. Yeah, I can't remember what the name is. Yeah. I always think it's quite scary though as well. If you're like really like, like you're throwing up so much that like you're like, sure, how are you able to hold a child if you're like I know. putting your body through that trauma and like no nutrients, yeah. like just like. Exactly. Like not, I was like this, I'm not having anything of, of like, I'm not having any health right now. I'm just literally yeah. having like, like plain food. It was, it's, it, yeah, it was really tough. I honestly, what's the word? Commend anyone who goes through really bad, like morning sickness, because it's, it's really, I felt depressed. I was like, I feel like, like awful. But anyway, then I went on to suddenly, I woke up and I suddenly felt fine one day and I was like, oh gosh, I was like, I'm having a really good day. Like I don't feel sick. And I, and it was like two, probably two weeks on. Um, and then the next few days started to feel pretty normal. And I was at this point still hadn't had a scan. And I was kind of like, is this, is this right? Like, should I be feeling, should I be feeling fine suddenly? And, um, yeah, and, and I, I spoke to, I told my mum at this point, I told her that I was pregnant and I was sort of speaking to her every single day and then told her that it had all gone, all the symptoms. And she's like, that's fine. Like, she was like, you know, sometimes they come, sometimes they go, sometimes they come back. Like, you'll probably get it back in, in a bit. So I was like, okay. And then really weirdly, me and Cameron decided to watch um, Marley and Me one evening. And I, I mean, I haven't seen it for ages. I kind of forgotten what had happened, but in it, Jennifer Aniston had a miscarriage and I suddenly I burst out crying and and he was like what is wrong with you and I was like I honestly I just feel so I feel so worried I was like I I need to get a scan because I don't have any confirmation right now apart from a pregnancy test that's all I'm going off of my symptoms have all gone Mm. like all of that so that breaks my heart I know I know it was yeah it was it was sad we were in Belgium and I didn't have the you know the NHS there I didn't have that system in Belgium you know I'm in a foreign country so Cameron called up someone and managed to get me booked in for a scan the next day and I remember before the scan I was so nervous and I decided to do a pregnancy test because because I didn't know but I was like surely if the pregnancy test says pregnant then I am still pregnant and I did a pregnancy test and it said pregnant so I was like well it's fine that I am pregnant like I totally you know it's showing up positive on this test so of course I am and then when I went and got the scan they uh, the guy it was pretty horrible because I think also with a man and it was you know in a different country and it was just very like cold and very like unsympathetic but he basically just you can kind of tell straight away but he just said like um the baby isn't isn't the size it should be so it's it's stopped growing at six weeks and you should be around eight weeks now 
So I was like, oh gosh, oh, like really wasn't expecting oh. it, but also was like, oh God. Um, yeah. God, Cried feeling. I'd say there were so many mixed emotions, like as well. You know what I mean? Obviously, because I'd say, I can imagine being in that situation when you're going through like such sickness all the time that you're almost like, oh, when is this going to end? But then obviously yeah. you don't actually want it to end. Like you don't actually exactly. want I, that you was know, the to funny go feeling. away. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I as soon as the sickness went, I was like, I want it back. I want the sickness back. Because yeah. I was like, at least then I know like, you know, something's still happening. And But then when, when I had the sickness, I was like, this is awful. This is the worst thing ever. I can't wait for it to stop. <laughs> so it was, it was, yeah, it was such a weird, crazy experience. And I never knew of a, a missed miscarriage. Like I assumed if you had a miscarriage, you would go to the loo and you would start bleeding. And, I, and that's how a miscarriage yeah. happens. Is that the same as you that you thought that? Yeah, I, I had no, I mean, yeah, you said this to me, I think, about a mis- miscarriage. And I was like, I've never heard of that. It's mental that you could still carry on having the symptoms of pregnancy, yeah. but the pregnancy isn't like like growing. Like you're, 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 like it's just, it's so, it's so scary. It is scary. So me taking that pregnancy test the morning of the, of the scan saying I'm pregnant, my body, like my hormones still think I'm pregnant, but, but actually the baby has stopped growing so that is what's crazy because I didn't know that existed I didn't even know there was such things as a mis- miscarriage I thought you know I kept telling myself well if I'd ha- if I've had a miscarriage I would be bleeding right now and I'm not so that was also a real shock and really like just really traumatic because I kind of feel like there was no warning sign it just kind yeah of I think I think it's also a shame that maybe we did learn these things in school but like or maybe it I wasn't discussed didn't. back then yeah, I just don't feel, I feel like these things need to be taught. You need to be made yeah. aware of all of these things in life because like you need to be prepared. I mean, I'm sure there's nothing that can fully, fully prepare you for that feeling of pregnancy and sickness and everything else. But like, I just feel like you only find out these things if you become pregnant. Like you, you exactly. don't get taught in school, like, which is really bad. Like I think it's something that's really bad. Needs to be changed. Yeah. I really think so as well because I didn't know any of this and I was kind of learning as it was happening. And had I, maybe known more than I think it would have been less scary and less of a shock and also for boys as well yeah. like I, t- I honestly think Cameron's like he just had no <laughs> idea like he yeah. like didn't even know that people got morning sickness he was just like you know boys don't oh. know anything about it I know so that, the whole yeah, thing that's was so like, true <laughs> I'd say I'd say it's so shocking for them like you know they're just like what is going on with my girlfriend and my wife like this is so much to handle and like there's also like so much that you need to learn as well yeah so I actually don't understand what a mis- miscarriage is. I mean, I kind of get it, but like, how would you actually explain a missed miscarriage? So, well, obviously I don't want to do like, I don't have like a formal definition, but for me, a missed miscarriage is when the baby stops growing inside of you, but your body hasn't, hasn't picked up on the fact that the baby is no longer growing. So your body hasn't realized. So I think that's why it's called mist, but it is a miscarriage in the sense that the baby is no longer growing. And yeah, it, it, but so that, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, but I think it's really, really, really common, really common mis- miscarriages. A lot of people are saying in DMs, especially that the exact same thing happened to them. So um yeah. So yeah, this this is the thing. Like, yeah, it's a smart mental that it's so common and it's not discussed. But like, you, so you go through this. Do you on the show? Do you discuss all of these I, details? I discussed. I didn't. Uh, I think I just say um, what happened, and obviously it's quite brief because it is on the show, and it's kind of you know only a couple minutes. But yeah, and I just said just 
well, so I'll go on to say, so basically after this happened, me and Cameron then came back to England because um, obviously I was just like, I need to get home. Like I need to just be with my mom and I need to, um, you know, I, wa- I just want to be at home. So when we came back, I then booked, called up the NHS and they they then had to basically with the NHS, they have to do two scans one week apart to double confirm that you've had a miscarriage because they said they've had cases in the past where um they have removed it and people have like basically accused them of removing it too soon so that was also I get why they do that but it was kind of a a really quite a pain because I went in for another scan where they confirmed it but then they said we now have to wait another week and then you have to come in for another scan for us to 100% confirm it and I was like oh please no I was like I just I just want to like I want to sort this out I want to you know essentially I want to remove Move it because I, yeah, yeah yeah exactly I was like my body is a mess right now I you feel grieve awful, as like, well like it, it is it's essentially like a bit of a grieving process exactly and it does feel weird when you know that there is like a a baby inside of you and you know you just kind of I was just like I need for, well for me personally everyone's different but I was like I need to get it out and yeah that was annoying because I had to wait then and then had the following scan. Um, so who came with me? So my mum came with me to the first one. Lucy came with me to the second one. And then they said, okay, you've got three options. They said option one is to take these pills. And if you take these pills, um, it's basically like your body contracts and then it will remove it. Option two, but they said it's So you're kind of really giving painful. birth essentially. Yeah. Exactly. They said it's really yeah. painful. Um, it's, it's having contractions and yeah, it's, it's a painful option. I was like, right. Okay. It's so an option two is to have an operation where they essentially use this machine and they s- sort of vacuum it out of you. Um, and they said that's not painful and it's, and it's over really quickly. And I was like, okay. And they said an option three is you can wait for it to naturally pass out of you, but you don't know how long that will take. Really? Yeah. Because they were like, eventually pass out of you. Well, eventually your body will realize that you are no longer pregnant. Eventually it will pick up on that and be like, right, that actually this is no longer a growing baby. And it will eventually realize and release it. But I was like, there's no, there's no way I'm waiting. I was like, I need, I need it out. So I was like, right, I'm going for the operation. Cause I was like, I want it done quickly and I want, um, to just kind of move on. And so I booked in for the operation and then the bloody operation didn't work. So that was what? a shocker. Hi. Yeah. I remember, sorry, Honestly. I remember you saying this to me, but how? I don't understand. Oh my how gosh. It didn't I know. Work. So, so to be fair, like no one told me that there was a chance of it not working. And again, maybe I was naive, but I was just like, 100% it's going to work. So with, cause they have to go through your uterus. They said my uterus was too tightly shut that they couldn't get through. And they'd even given me some pill beforehand to like soften my uterus and to open it. And it was, they were like, it's basically when you're pregnant, your uterus shuts so they can like hold the baby up there. And mine was not opening. Sorry, I've been saying uterus this whole time. I mean cervix. And I was under, lo- what's the anesthetic where you don't put to sleep? Is it local or general? I'm not sure. A general or local? One of them. I did one of them's not to sleep. One of them's to yeah, sleep. Yeah, so I was, I was awake, um, but it was just gas and air and they said it didn't work. Um, they couldn't get through the uterus. They said it would be too painful with me awake. So they said, come in tomorrow and we'll put you to sleep and then it will work. So I went in the next day, they got put to sleep. And then I woke up and they said, I'm so sorry, it hasn't worked again. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, at this point, oh I was like, this is laughable at this point. I was like, really? The trauma. Why is this happening? 
I know. I was like, how is it? And also the doctor, the doctor was like to me, this has never happened before. I was like, oh, thanks. That's comforting. Like, that's what I want to hear. That makes me feel better. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, great. So glad to hear that. So then I was like, okay. So I was like, I just want it out. How am I going to get it out? I was like, why is my body being so stubborn? Like, just like, let, like, just, you know, let go of it. Let me live almost. yeah. Yeah. So then they gave me the pills and then I took those the following morning. I think that's, yeah. And then, and I was so terrified. I was like, imagine if these don't work. I was like, oh my God. I I had such anxiety. I went for, I remember I went for a dog walk with Lucy and I was just, I kept crying because I was like, I'm so scared it's not going to work. And then I was driving home from the dog walk and suddenly I started feeling these crampy pains, kind of like period pains. And I was like, okay. I was like, I think this is, I think this is working. And suddenly it was so weird I so drove back got into my flat um was having these pains and then suddenly I felt this like drop feeling it was like a really weird feeling like down there and then went to the loo and it had passed through when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, I can't believe as well. You said you can you can see it. Like it's not like yeah. a period, right? It's like you can actually see, yeah. which is so terrifying. Like that is like it that. Is. That's quite like from uh, if that happened to me, I'd be quite I think traumatized by that like situation. Yeah. Like it's quite like. I mean, at least I guess maybe there was some relief though that it actually yeah. worked. No, that I was at this. Do you know what? At this point, I was so relieved because by this point, it'd been like three weeks of me knowing and having it in me so I was just so relieved that it had come out but yeah of course it is it was weird me and Cameron were just staring at it afterwards like oh my god that's actually it like obviously it's a tiny little you know essentially like a blood clot of cells but it was like it was weird um and then so you can't tell there's no shape like it's just like no there was a little bit of a shape yeah Oh my God. Um, wow. I mean, I fair play for, like for you and all women that go through these things. Like it's yeah. just so yeah. intense. It's a lot. I just, yeah, it's, a, it is a, it's crazy. And it's just, I don't know. And they said, you know, they were like, you can't, there's nothing you've done that's made this happen. Uh, there's nothing you could have done to stop it. It's just had that baby continued to grow, there might've been some problems. So, you know, the cells didn't match up. It's a good, that's a good, I mean, I remember you saying that to me that, that, sorry, I should have let you finish there, but you saying that to me that like, it it was meant like miscarriages are meant to happen because there could be something maybe wrong with the baby in a later stage of the pregnancy. So it's just something that's meant to be. And it's, that is a good thing in a sense. Like you'd rather, you know, obviously have a happy, healthy baby than 
have a baby that's you know something's wrong with it and has a, a bad life or yeah. you know or anything or like you lose it in a later stage like I have friends Definitely. that have lost babies you know seven and a half months like just, I can't even imagine like I can't that actually imagine. gave me shivers just then that literally just gave me yeah, shivers like oh it gives you know, it makes oh. me feel like sick like it just it, it, it's just, it's just so terrifying and it's so unfair. So this is actually a question I had for you earlier on. Like when you found out you were pregnant, like did you start changing? Obviously you couldn't really change your diet because you were sick, but like did you start thinking about trying to like incorporate healthier things or vitamins or like any of those kind of yeah, things? Yeah, I started taking some like uh, trimester one uh, supplements. Um, but to yeah. be honest, I was it was I was finding out they were really big pills and I don't I'm not very good at taking really big pills so there would be days where I wouldn't take them but yeah I did start taking those but honestly like I'm like does any of that stuff even work yeah it's so true but I guess when you are pregnant you do want to give like your child yeah. the best the best like what's the word opportunity or life or whatever yeah. so yeah like yeah of course you'll do even if they're horrible you'll just do them unfortunately like how are you feeling now after that? Like how, like moving forward, like obviously I'm, I'm sure it took time to like, I guess, move past. Yeah. Maybe, I'm sure, I'm sure you're still not like, full, full, how, how can you ever be fully past something like that? But I know. Like moving forward, like if you wanted to have kids again, like does it scare you? Or are you like positive um, that you guys can now get pregnant? Like, yeah, I guess it's kind of bits and both, bits and bobs. Like I feel like for me, I'm like, well, take the positives out of it. I know I can get pregnant. I know that me and Cameron can get pregnant together very easily um so I'm kind of just like you know what whatever will be will be and you know obviously I'd love to have kids in the future and I hope that does happen but I'm also like I'm very I don't know I guess I'm less naive now to what like what can happen and I think that's maybe that's a good thing because I'm more prepared because I think I thought it was just going to be like some really like walk in the park kind of easy situation yeah um I mean and, that's what we all hope for <laughs> yeah exactly but you know I think I also think I'm like I'm not in any rush because I think it really is a massive change in your life just knowing like how I felt in those few weeks I was like it really does kind of take over your life so I think you need to be like completely like hundred percent not that there's ever a right time I don't think there's ever a right time I think there's always going to be something you know like a holiday or, a, or something that you're like oh I don't want to be pregnant for that but <laughs> I'm just like yeah you need to be really really equipped for it I guess you need to be committed I guess yeah like you need to like obviously I mean I just can't imagine me ever being in a situation where pregnancy doesn't scare me or like you yeah. know that commitment doesn't scare me but I feel like yeah, you, like, it's hard to say you'll know, you'll, you have to be ready because like, when will you ever be ready? But I guess if you're in a stable relationship and you know you want kids, I mean, the thing is you are in a stable relationship. Like I was actually going to ask you, what would you have done then about the wedding situation? Would you obviously just, yeah. ha- you wouldn't, would you have a, have a wedding while you're pregnant? No, well, we were going to, we were going to do it next summer. So it's summer 2023, had we had the baby yeah right um, okay. so yeah we would have done it the following summer because I was like there's no way I'm walking down the aisle like with a massive bump <laughs> or having just given birth like absolutely not yeah. I was like no no way in hell so yeah so then I'd be the same so that, yeah no I was like just just absolutely not but then I was actually speaking to a friend who went through a similar situation uh, had a missed miscarriage and she's uh, that was a couple years ago she's got a baby now and she was like trust me she's like you want to you want to do the wedding first because she's like once you have a baby like it's so hard to plan a wedding she's like I'm trying to plan mine now and it is so stressful with a baby so she's like it's such a like good thing that you're getting married first I was like okay good good 
that is the thing like once the baby come along comes along like I'm like would you even have them wet like I mean yeah, I'm sure no. you obviously, obviously you always want the wedding but we just have no idea what it's like to have kids yeah. like, when people speak about it and stuff like we can obviously have a, an opinion or whatever but you just will never know until you're in that situation and like a child is literally just taking up your yeah. whole life like you don't <laughs> yeah. matter anymore like you literally like you are irrelevant like it's just it's such a weird not you personally but you know what I mean like everyone like we're all irrelevant yeah because like no also, I'd be like I'd yeah, be I was, like no yeah like I always say this like when like because right now like I'm I'm definitely I feel like we all are naturally like selfish like you know if we, we feel sick or we feel but whatever feeling we we have like <laughs> we just like I mean that won't matter like if we're sick like we can't be sick like our child yeah. comes first like it's going to be such a mental feeling to like have to not care about ourselves essentially yeah. as much anymore like but yeah, it's a huge, huge, huge responsibility. It really is. When you decided to tell like your friends, obviously you told essentially all your immediate family, I imagine. Yeah. So we told, yeah, my mom, Lucy, my dad, and then Cameron's siblings and parents. And that's the only people that I knew. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough though. Yeah. I wrote, I, I did actually reach out to three friends of mine, not even close friends, but friends of mine that I knew had gone through it. Cause I just really wanted to speak to, someone who'd been through it so that was really helpful that's good that you had people to confide in that that you could relate to like and have experienced that as you said and like then so when you when you told like your friends that didn't have the experience like what 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 were their reactions like how did everyone feel about it like what what were you like were you surprised by anyone's reactions or no I think every you know everyone was so sweet and everyone was so like shocked and kind of just you know, just, just really sweet. Like, as I imagined all of them to be, to be honest, I've only told, I've, I've told some of my friends literally like yesterday, cause I was like, fuck, they're going to watch it on TV. And I was that like, oh so God, <laughs> I was like, I need, I need to let them know. Cause it's just like, not fair for like some of, like even some of my bridesmaids to like find out on TV, like that's not right. But I'm just, I'm just a weirdo. Yeah. I hate when I just was like, I don't want every time I meet up with someone that to be the conversation. Like, I don't want to sit there just yeah. discussing this and going over and over what had happened. No, I was just going to say, and for you, you as well like it's probably not nice to have to replay it over and over again yeah. telling everyone like and I'm sure as your best friends they would respect that like they wouldn't expect you to like even when you tell me like I was very conscious like I was like I don't want to ask too many questions I don't want her to feel like she has to speak about it loads or like you know because like I don't I mean I know you said you were fine but like it's still like of course you got upset when you told me like I think it's just like an emo- it is emotional thing and you were like I don't know why I'm getting upset I was like well not naturally it is like it is it's a big thing that's happened in your life like and it's I I would be the same like I would literally yeah. I think I would deal with the situation exactly how you dealt with it like if I was telling my friend I would like say like oh I obviously just want to tell you but I didn't tell like however however we did it and then I think I would just get really overwhelmed by the fact that I told you that I just burst into tears like yeah. I feel like it would be the exact same situation that's exactly what I did because I was so I was almost so relieved that I told you I think that's why I cried because I was like oh thank god I've told her I was like it's not like it's not because you know when you like need to tell someone something and it's kind of like hanging over you and I'm like there was like times where I'd be like this is a good opportunity I can tell her and I'm like no I can't do it can't do it so it's like almost like bigging like bigging it up in my head and I was like just just fucking pull the plaster off and like tell tell everyone and you'll feel good for it and then the longer it goes that you've kept the secret you're like oh god how am I gonna like now just tell tell this it's just yeah yeah, I I would feel exactly how you feel like as we know I don't like keeping secrets so that would just but then again you have not that you have to but like in those situations you I guess you're kind of not protect kind of protecting yourself like 
But the less people that know, maybe the less real it becomes or the rest yeah. of it, the less real it is. Like everyone deals with these things in different ways. Yeah. And you could, you could almost tell no one if you wanted to and just move on from it. But I think if people do do that, then it's always going to become this taboo subject and nothing's going to change. So, you know, if everyone continues to keep it quiet and pretend it never happened and not speak about it, then then there's so many women that are just going to be suffering and not being able to feel like they can talk about it. And I just think that's, it shouldn't be that way. So that's why I was like, although I don't necessarily love like having the conversation with people, I'm just like, I want it to become a normal thing. And I want, if, if it was to happen to any of my friends or my family, I'd want them to feel like they could tell me so yeah yeah I think that's amazing though Tiff I think it's such an important sub- uh, subject and I think it's amazing that you've brought it up like I honestly don't know if I'd be able to if I was in this situation I hope I would and I hope if god forbid it does happen to me at any stage like I think now that we've discussed it like like with like I think I probably would obviously I'd tell you yeah. privately but like I yeah. think I probably no, would I discuss it probably publicly given given I guess it, it needs to be discussed after it came out uh you then bleed for two weeks, which I don't know if people would know. So you do have like really? this kind of, yeah, long period for two weeks. Um, I honestly, they were like, it's going to be really heavy. You're going to have to change your like sanitary pad every like half an hour. So I went into boots and I bought, you know, those like massive sanitary pads, the ones <laughs> that are like, essentially they're like nappies. Yeah. I went in and I bought like four packs of, I went to the counter and I was like, these please. And they were literally like, what is going on? <laughs> But I was like, I just that need these. That is so I need... funny. I know. I was like, I need these like nappies just, but actually my, my bleeding was pretty normal, like a normal period, but it just lasted for two weeks. Normally my period lasts about five days. Um, and then I after why that, that is. I was, maybe it's like the lining yeah, I know. of your womb yeah, or something, or, be... I don't know, or maybe that's a period. Something like that. And then they said to me, the NHS said, um, you need to do a pregnancy test two weeks after it's come out and it might still say pregnant and if it does you might still have some tissue in there and I was like oh for god's sake like oh, oh I hope not because I was like and then they're like and then you might have to do it again and I was like oh no please so I did the pregnancy test two weeks later and it did say pregnant and I was like no and then I called them and they're like okay wait one more week I know <laughs> it's never ending and they were like wait one more week and do another test and if it still says pregnant then come in again so I waited another and another week did a test and it said negative and I was like yes thank god oh my god wow did you, did your periods come back okay then was it were they regular so this is what that? yeah was so okay? I was really worried about this because she they were like it's going to change your you know it's going to change your cycle because obviously you get your period on a certain day every month it's going that's going to change and I was worried that it was going to take because they were like it might take a while to come back um but I actually went and got reflexology which I don't know if you've ever had before oh no uh, maybe maybe like it's uh the sort of massage on the feet and they tell you they can basically oh, yes, tell you have. everything yeah they can tell you everything about your body from uh from your feet which is incredible so I had that and literally and this was a you know about four four weeks after and then after that literally an hour later my period started so I was I, was, I feel wow. like that is very strongly were linked you recommended to that. that then yeah. or were you just doing that anyway you were recommended no, I wasn't recommended it, but um, Cameron's sister's really into like holistic fertility stuff. And she said that I should 
have reflexology because she was like it might help get your cycle back and I don't know if it's linked but I really feel like it is because I had it and then an hour later my period did start and I was so happy and now I've got regular cycles that's great do you know what though like even I mean I don't know if I'm right here but you know if you just relax and you're so yeah. and like as in that could have been like you just relaxing for that hour yeah and it like exactly maybe triggered something I don't know but I was actually going to ask you as well and um, were you on any contraception when this happened no 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 you weren't so it was just no. kind of like yeah yeah no I wasn't what we I'd all used off- to do back in the day <laughs> <laughs> I'd come off the pill um when did I come off the pill I came off the pill Christmas twenty. 20 so yeah so kind of like a year before so I'd come off and I was just being well as careful as I thought I was um but (laughs) yeah so I wasn't on any contraception that worries yeah I mean I think is I'm I use the flow app right now and I and I've used uh, natural cycles as well and but the thing is that I only am okay with them now because like for example so before we got married I was on the coil because like I was just I I couldn't risk it the way I mean I said we all used to do it back in the day I don't think I've ever risked it the way yeah like I, oh loads of my friends do the whole I won't be crude about what they actually do but you know pull we out. all know if you're not on contraception <laughs> yeah okay may as well say it then fuck it Jeff. pull out and like I just have that's just always really scared me like I just would, wouldn't yeah. want to risk no, it kind of thing I've been on the pill since I was um 15 like I honestly have been on the pill this is when I came off it Christmas 2020 I'd never I'd always been on it so yeah I don't know how people do the pull out and think it's and it works for them for like years and years and years it's, yeah but my some of my friends do do that and like well some have some have gotten pregnant some some have been doing it for years and they haven't gotten pregnant but I just think guys it's not worth it like, no. like to go through also like say if you do fall pregnant and you don't want it and you're not in this you're not in a position to you're not in like a long-term relationship or even if you are in a long-term relationship, you're just not ready for it for it for whatever reason. Like that process of like, you you went yeah. through it because essentially you went through the abortion process because you it's it's the pill, it's the removal of the, the fetus, sorry. And then what was the third option? Oh no, sorry, that's natural because you, it was a miscarriage. So it naturally yeah. came out. But yeah, like it, it's such a big risk to take to have to go through all that. Like imagine if you're someone that falls pregnant and tries to get it out how you did and went to all those three different stages just to have essentially an abortion like it's be careful guys because like it is yeah no and the the effects it has on your mental health the effects it has on your body my body felt honestly like I felt like I was in someone else's body I felt so gross and so it just felt so foreign so I was like god it, it really um it really is a massive a massive thing to go through so yeah I'm I'm being very very careful now talking about your body like did you did it go back to normal after those few weeks or did it take time yeah. for everything to it took of- some time it definitely took some time what was the big what were the biggest changes bar the like morning sickness on the boobs so what were the biggest changes just I mean I felt bloated 24 7 I felt really <laughs> really bloated like really just I know just gross and like I think it was just you just feel really emotional your boobs feel really tender you feel really bloated I'm trying to think what else and just really exhausted I was so tired like so tired so I think all of that put together you just don't feel you just don't feel yourself you feel like I remember Cameron being like I don't I don't know who this person is and I was like I don't either it's hard because they're not physically going through it but they 
are you know like emotionally going through it so it is really hard for the guy as well and I feel like I don't know I just feel like that I feel bad for men as well going through it because I feel like they probably don't think they can be like upset because they've got to like look after the woman and that sort of thing I'd say they feel so helpless in those situations yeah that's what he said he's I don't I don't know what to do to make it better Oh, that's, that's, but that's what you want. All you want in those situations is a supportive partner. Like all you need in those situations is to someone that can support you and is there when you need them. And that's, that's just what, that's all you can ask for really. For women going through that on their own, that must be really difficult. I was very lucky. I have like such an amazing partner and friends and family, like forever grateful for that. Yeah. So thank you guys for taking the time to listen to that. And if anyone has any questions or anything that they think I kind of missed out that they want to know about, then please do send us a DM and we will chat about it in next week's app. Yeah, I really appreciate your honesty. And I know so many of our listeners will too. And as always, guys, before we leave, you can message us or voice note us on what we don't post podcast at gmail.com or you can DM us on what we don't post podcast. Bye. See you next week. Bye, guys.